Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey, and today we're going to run down the draft. We did the last week's episode during the draft, and of course, I mean, we had to cut it off right before the Patriots made one of the more interesting picks of the first round and got Nikhil, <laughs> oh, whatever his last name is right now. Can you remember Harry? <laughs> um, of course, we had to uh, cut off right at that point. We It was kind of a sitting there waiting for the Seahawks, and then the Patriots actually made a good move, so... We'll go over all of, I don't know, all the fantasy-relevant players from the first few rounds at least. We'll see how far we get, you know. Who knows? We might save the rest for next week and go deeper in some of the players that maybe could make some kind of impact. But, I'm, I mean, shoot. We, actually, when we get to that point, we get called out, Jeff, for not knowing everybody. Remember, remember Cooper Cup. No, I should feel bad because we should have known, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Cooper Cup, yeah. Uh, but it was the other guys around that that disappeared. You never it, heard it, from him again. I mean, of course, that had to be the one that we got called out on that we didn't know too much yeah, about. And he ended I, up being actually a good player. Yeah, he was a very good player. I, feel I don't like. actually remember what uh, the other guy that we got called out for. Um, He was uh, Malachi Dupree. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yep. I remember it very well. I did, he was, But he was a seventh rounder to Green Bay, I think. But he didn't. He didn't do anything. But hey, we'll go over for these first couple rounds all these uh, fantasy relevant guys who we think might do something. I before we get into that, I, I'll just say I, I don't think it's it's not as strong to me. The rookies in fantasy this year are not going to be as strong. I feel like there might be some surprises, but as of right now, I'm not. I don't know. There's just not a lot of them that are going to do much to me. You know, especially at the running back. Running back. Remember the last two years, people have gone so nuts over rookie running backs in drafts. Like way too much. I think we kind of called it out last year where it was getting a little nuts. And I think this year it's going to calm down because there's not much there, even though the main guy, Josh Jacobs, probably not terribly excited even for some reason. Yeah, I think the truth of the matter, and we knew this going in, but the, the defensive uh, aspect of the draft was going to be much higher than the offensive side of the ball. And w- when you look at where these rookies went as, as well, when we start talking about it, you'll see that the landings, a lot of the running backs from the past few years where there was no one else there. You knew that if they had the talent, they were going to start. Um, yeah. Not not as much here. Well, let's just, let's just start at the top. We'll just go, remember, we're just going fan, fantasy relevant. So we'll start, I guess we start with Kyler Murray. I don't need to talk about him too much. We talked about him last week too. Is It's a rookie quarterback. And I, unless you're in a dynasty, I'm staying away from all rookie quarterbacks. There's just, he's not relevant to me in a regular redraft league. He, maybe he becomes that, but at the start of the year, he's not. 100% and, agree. But dynasty, yeah, he's in this kind of year where there's not the, I mean, like we said, it's not as maybe great of talent as we used to. Maybe this is a guy you look at, number one, different go than a running back. And I'm not going to say to do that, but it's not crazy this year. No, if because, you really need yeah. a, a quarterback, and let's be – I mean, after drafting and wasting a first-round draft pick on Rosen and then immediately changing yeah. course like this for Kyler Murray, it's weird. there's no way that this team can change course again. So he is going to be the starter. I think he's going to be fine. But I do think that they still need a year or two in order to get that organization right. Yep. You need to build an offensive line still. So even though I like Kyler Murray. Next guy, Daniel Jones, is going to be not relevant at all. He's not going to play. No. It, he's not, they're not, they're not. Unless Eli gets hurt, 
Daniel Jones won't play. And even if he was going to play, no one's really going to expect much right now from him. No one. I mean, maybe we'll all be wrong and Gattleman will be right. <laughs> He's, um, I can't wrap my head around it. To this, I, I, I can't look at any piece of information and, and understand why, first of all, you would take him in the top 10, but also why you would take him over Dwayne Haskins. I just can't, I can't do it. It's, um, I, I mean, even if you want him over Dwayne Haskins, I maybe I can get that, but you you don't take him at six. You trade back. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, no matter cut it, they they messed up in a, you know, one way or another. Uh, I just, yeah. I, I, can't, I can't get behind this pick. But anyway, so he's not going to be important. Who's the next one? TJ Hawkinson, our favorite. Oh, dear God. And this, I mean, this one I can't get behind as well. I, I don't, once again, I don't think he's going to be uh, very viable. Tight ends do go up and down. So maybe at some point if he hits a hot streak and they're really using him in the red zone, he might be streaming worthy. I doubt it. But, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm thinking too. I mean, you still have rookie, Jesse James there. Rookie tight ends just don't do a lot. No. they. It's not a normal thing for a rookie tight end to be that good. And I I personally do think – I think Hawkinson will be a good player. Don't know if it's worth an eighth eighth pick in the draft. We'll, you know, uh, spoiler most, alert: it's not. Most Lions fans don't think so. I'm, I'm right. You know what? I'm actually gonna put my trust in Quinn and Patricia right now. I'm okay. They're, they, I'm still, I'm still there. I'm okay with it. I'm on the bandwagon, but I still don't like fantasy it. wise. No, yeah, it's just not. It's not gonna happen. And so there's really no need to talk about it very much. He's just not. But okay. I guess slightly the tight end position is a little weak. So if he shows promise right away and he lives up to it being an eighth pick in the draft, hey, shoot, then we got to think about it. We'll have to turn our mindset real quick. And he could jump up there, but I just don't see it. Not yeah. yet. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange position. I'll give you that. And that's why I thought maybe he'd be streaming worthy, but you shouldn't be looking to draft him. That's for sure. Well, then Dwayne Haskins. And he's the next guy up. Again, I don't know if he'll start. They do have what? Um... They have Keenum there. They have Case Keenum there. Yep. So maybe Case Keenum starts. Maybe Dwayne Haskins is ready. Maybe he's not. They might want to, you know, see what they have in him. I'm. I don't like the weapons around him. Yeah. Right I, now, at least a wide receiver. So I don't really think he's going to be that great in that because of that. I actually would have been relatively high on Haskins um, in New York, and once again, Eli would have started anyway. But if, if you have that kind of weapons, which they, they do have quite a few weapons on offense, I would have really liked him there. Yeah. He just went to a team which, even though they have a pretty good offensive line, you don't have anyone to really throw it to. Um, I mean, you have a few guys that are going to catch the ball that are, you know, just mediocre wide receivers as far as, you know, fantasy and, and breaking big plays, doing whatever. They're they're just okay. And that is rough on a, on a rookie quarterback. Yeah, it is. And rookie – Okay, Baker, like you said, Baker Mayfield had one of probably the better rookie quarterback seasons. And even he was not an every week start at the end of the year. We were starting to get to the point where maybe we start him. And that's the best case. It's not going to happen. It's just not going to be there yet for Haskins. And, just, and you still had Najoku, Landry. Yeah, I mean, I, he, it, doesn't, he doesn't have they, the same. Yeah, he, he had weapons. So, yep. So early on, all of our fantasy you know relevant positions are not fantasy relevant players early on. No. And so the next guy, I'm... Probably going to say the same thing. It's Noah Fant from going to Denver. It's rookie tight end. I'm just, it's it's a tough thing to, it, it just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen yeah, very often. And, you know, how? I mean, how much do you believe in, in Denver's offense at the moment, too? Yeah, with Flacco. Yeah, I mean, Flacco. And I think Fant could be, I mean, I, I'm surprised. That's a lot of trust to pick him up. And um, he, he could surprise. I think that he's kind of an 
an overlooked guy because you don't really know what he's capable of. He did catch quite a few touchdowns, even for having, you know, a, a guy that went above him in the same position. So, you know, he still had production, even though he was the number two tight end. You know, I, but once again, it, you shouldn't be drafting this guy. But, you know, it's kind of interesting why they why they like him so much. Yeah, it. I mean, it's a couple years down the road. He'll be probably, he can be good, but it's just not, not there yet for me. I don't think it's going to happen. So the next guy, here we go. Finally got Josh Jacobs running back Oakland Raiders. So finally we get an actual player to talk about. So Isaiah Crowell tore his Achilles the other day. So he's done, but then they went and just signed Doug Martin right away. So it kind of just, it's similar. They're similar to me. It still means Josh Jacobs should get the first crack at the starting job. I'm not sold on him. I'm not either. Hold on. First of all, I'm not either. But at it's the not same, about Martin or anybody else. But I'm just not sold on him. Yeah, and that. But I have to hold it. Go back. Did you just say like you're talking about the muscle hamster and Crowell? And you like think the same. you think they're the same? Yeah. In your head, they're the same. Okay. I think I don't think that they're the same. But I do think, think that Crowell. Better? No. <laughs> oh, that's not. the only way I'd go if it wasn't. Oh I wouldn't go Crowell. Better. I think Crowell going God down no. uh, Crowell greatly sucks. enhances Josh Jake. I think that was when you're like, Josh Jacobs really is worth uh, quite a bit now because he is going to get the first crack. He is going to be the the primary first and second down. Supposedly, he can even catch a little bit. So maybe he starts inching in on a few third downs, even though they have, you know, uh, Washington and the other like really speedy back that they could possibly use. But, um, yeah, so I, I think his stock went up drastically after that injury because I think him and Crowell are relatively similar in what they can do, and I know a lot of people will hate that. But, you know, Josh Jacobson, has, he did. He, he killed it. He was very, very good. But at the same time, you know, you're on Alabama. He had, what, let me just read stats, 120 carries for 640 yards and 11 touchdowns. That's a lot, 5.3 uh, yards a carry. But at the same time, you're on Alabama, who is – blocking you know it's an nfl offensive line everyone on that team is great so do i think that he is a good athlete and he'll probably do fine in this role yeah but um you know i have no reason to believe that he's a special talent above all others but crowell going down he is gonna be the number one back in oakland so i think this just raises him to the point where he has to be the number one rookie taken in dynasty drafts he's probably that number one guy do you think so Running back wise, I guess I don't know. I might go one of the wide receivers over him. I okay, what I'm trying to figure out is uh, how is he better than his college teammate, Damian Harris? Damian Harris was was the lead back for Alabama. But Jacobs has always been kind of behind Harris. I'm I I'm not in Harris went in the third later in the third to the Patriots. And Jacobs going in the first. I I don't know if they're that. I don't think there's that much difference. And I also think that's why the Patriots are so freaking smart. I honestly don't know. Like Harris had more carries, more yards, better yards per carry. I guess there's more wear on him over the last few years. Jacobs hasn't done a lot. They're sad that I feel like they're similar. And Harris was the main guy. So that I guess that's where I end up thinking: Why is Harris fall so far and Jacobs is a first rounder? But he, I'm just I don't I'm not buying it. Maybe maybe I'm going to be completely wrong. He's going to be great. I again, I don't I don't I don't hundred percent get that one. 
a lot of times, I mean, if you were in the season, a lot of people would have been saying um, Harris was going to be drafted ahead of Jacobs, even after the season. In like January, there was still debate who's going to go first out of those two. Harris really did fall, but I just don't, it's nothing about necessarily Harris. I just don't quite 100%. I don't know if I buy Josh Jacobs. Man. I just don't. But maybe this is going to be, like I heard, I said, saw some other person say, could be like a Kamara situation. Didn't really play as much. Didn't, the carries weren't there, and but he's great in the pros. You know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not, for some reason, buying it right now. I, the only thing that saves it is I, I don't think he's going to be bad in the NFL. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, he's and not going to be bad. If you, if you put a first-round draft pick on a running back, you're not moving on from that. You really can't. So I think he is going to be the lead back there. They have plenty of other things that they have to spend on that I think that he's just safe there. Like, he will be safe for three years, and he will get that shot to become the guy. Here's my other thing for some reason. I mean, okay, Alabama running backs in the pros. <laughs> okay. Mark Ingram's been pretty, pretty, pretty good. I think we can say he's yeah, good. Yeah, he's been pretty good. But it's again, it's not like he's ever gotten been really been the guy hundred percent ever. He's a couple times, but not it's just never hundred percent always been there. When he was, he wasn't necessarily that good. Early on, he was kind of looked at like he wasn't quite doing it. I mean, he got Trent Richardson. I mean, what shoot Eddie Lacy before that, right? I mean, who else do we have recently? Um, there's more guys. TJ Yeldon, never quite, you know, put it together. I there's a lot of guys here. Yeah, Yeldon. Let's see. Uh, Derek Henry. He's kind of. I mean, is he or is I mean, he not? Yeah. Like, yes and no. You know, Kenyon Drake. It kind of not. Yes. Right. No. There's flashes. You know. Then even last year, there there wasn't anybody that was drafted high last year. But like Bo Scarborough was supposed to be at one point, and he never. He was a seventh rounder, and so now it's Jacobs. There. I, I don't know. So what what would you do with this information then? What not draft a running back for the Raiders? <laughs> it's the Raiders. I just don't. I'm okay. I'm just staying away. That's pretty much it. Fantasy wise, I'm staying away from Jacobs because I don't like I don't like the Raiders right now. I don't know what they're going to do because they they're still going to have Martin. They're still going to use him. They're probably still going to use why I don't know why I just blanked on the names: Rashard, Jerry Washington. I don't know if they're going to be any good anyway. They do have Antonio Brown, I guess, now, but he might just cause headaches with the team. Who knows? Okay, so That's don't buy into the team. You're unsure. I totally get that. But it, say you're in a dynasty league. You're drafting a rookie. You need a, you need a running back. If you have the first pick and you need a running back, I, you absolutely need a running back, I guess you do it. But if you're kind of like, eh, I just need the best player. But, I mean, okay, well, we will get to other running backs. Is he the best running back option in this class? I guess if you're looking at situation right now, maybe, maybe who else? I don't, I kind of like Miles Sanders because he, he, the Eagles, I don't think there's anybody really holding him back from possibly taking that job. Yeah. I could, okay. Yeah. I guess uh, he would be up there, but I think I just like the situation so much more for Josh Jacobs. I, I like the team better for Sanders. He's not going to be used like a every down guy, right? It, yeah, they it, but, still have a lot. They have he, a lot he was of the second there. running back drafted. Okay, would you go? Maybe I go one of the wide receivers. Next pick after Josh Jacobs, well, you got yeah, Marquise that, Brown for that, the Baltimore. That is a that's a true Hollywood Brown. Would you pick him over Josh Jacobs? Yeah, 
if, if you did just need you just need a player you don't need you're good at running That's back you're good one. at wide receiver you're just looking for a player if i'm just looking for a player i think i always think it's easier to come across a wide receiver i can use so unless i think that they're going to be uh you know kind of the 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 guy there and and i'm going to be able to plug them in and play and feel really good about it i think this time around i think i would probably go josh jacobs because i would want to be i would want to build depth at running back which is tough to come by yeah so I'm a little biased on that one just because it's just a tougher yeah. position. Um, but do I think that – I don't know about – it's tough. Okay, and we can get into that because the wide receivers, not a lot of them went to a place where I no. feel completely Brown, comfortable. Brown, I don't feel comfortable at all in Lamar Jackson's passing. No, I don't either. So I don't – I'm not – I like the pick. I think for the Ravens that was a correct pick. But this first year, do I feel good about Brown stepping in and trying to be yeah. the number one at being an insanely small wide receiver? He is fast. Mm-hmm. But if we find out Lamar Jackson can't throw the deep ball accurately, that could be a very long season for him. Because you can throw crossing routes, but it's only a you know a matter of time before one of these giant linebackers that can run a 4-4 catch that little dude so uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah i do have worries about brown but i think it was the correct pick um but yeah I, i'm not so sure about when it comes to a dynasty draft it's not a good year man i trade back if you can yeah, I know, that's how I'm feeling. <laughs> trading get another pick next year right that's about i don't know if that's possible but i'm not the biggest fan so you got brown there i'm not uh, yeah i'm not fantasy wise it's a late round Thing. It's an auction draft. You throw a dollar or two at him and you take a chance. That's all it is for me. Yeah. And the, the big thing about that, too, is I, I look at him the way I look at like a poor man's Deshaun Jackson, where I think uh, he hasn't established himself at what he can do, but I think he's going to be used to take the top off the defense. He's going to be that big threat guy, but I think he's going to be so sporadic on what kind of yardage he gets. Mm-hmm. And that's what is very, very scary. And there's so many variables to that because you know they're going to run crazy amount with Ingram back there and the other running backs that they had last year. So just for depth and then obviously Lamar Jackson himself. And mm-hmm. even more so, I mean, look at the wide receivers last year and what they were able to do even with a combination of Flacco and Lamar Jackson. They didn't have anyone special, but Crabtree and Snead, both serviceable, did not put up big numbers. So do I think that Brown as a rookie is going to be able to outperform them? Not really. No, I don't. I don't I don't think so either. I think he just could be just fine. Yeah. That's it. But I mean, the, he is an exciting player, but I just consistency. Oof. So the next wide receiver, Nikhil Harry, Patriots. I like this one. I don't see... But then again, they are going to throw the ball to other people. <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. You can always say something negative. About I like this one. Though. I think picks. he has a I shot. Do too. I think I do he has, too. But they, they I'm have, on board. They have, you know, like to run the ball a little bit more in the recent years. And now, like you said, they, they got Damian Harris too. It's yeah. another running back to use. And, and obviously we saw how much they liked Sony Michelle. Yeah. So they're, he's, they're going to run a lot because Tom Brady cannot take a full yeah. season of slinging I'm the ball. I'm pretty sure picking another, picking running back in the third again, after picking one last year in the first, that shows they're going to, they're, they're running the ball. Yeah. But I do have to say the reason I like it though, the reason I like this so much is because even if you're still going to like Edelman's going to get his, you know, passes, they, they got to uh, help me out from, uh, from, Denver and then the Texans. Um, oh, Demarius. Yeah, Demarius. Who knows yeah. what's going to happen with him? But Nikhil and obviously Gronk retires. So Nikhil Harry, even though I, I, he's a pretty solid wide receiver, and just to look at his numbers, 
from freshman, sophomore, junior, freshman year, uh, 58 receptions, 670 yards, five touchdowns. You're like, as a freshman, that's pretty darn good. Then you jump up to 82 catches for over 1,100 yards and eight touchdowns, and then 73 catches, uh, almost 1,100 yards again and nine touchdowns. He is a very, very solid wide receiver that played in the Pac-12. And he is 6'4", 215 pounds. He has the body build where he could be a fast tight end. And with Gronk going out, and I don't really see, I mean, that that tight end position is going to be a little bit up in the air. I think there is a lot more passes to go around. You can't, you know, dunk and dime all the time, which they're very, very good at. And if you get around the red zone, 6'4", man, that is really tall. Not a whole lot of cornerbacks can go up and protect that. And he is not going to have the number one corner on him. So I, I do like it because of that. I think his size um, definitely gives them another dimension on their offense that they were missing last year. Yeah, I this is I I like this is probably my, one of my favorites of the draft. I think he'll be. I mean, I, it's a Patriots. I have a hard time like okay, yeah, he's going to be this, but I think he has a really good chance to actually be relevant. I do too, and, and it is a tough one. We talk, I you know, kind of shit on Brown because I don't think the consistency is going to be there. But Nikhil Harry, for all I know, he they might not even play him for the first three games, knowing the Patriots. So there's definitely worry, but. It, you know, logic tells me <laughs> that unless something happens and someone uh, kind of comes out of nowhere for that that offense, they're going to have to find out a way to use him early. Yeah. So let's see. Who was the next guy on the board, if I can find my draft list again? Oh, Debo, Debo Samuel went to the 49ers, who then also drafted Jalen Hurd in the third, another wide receiver. So might as well just group these guys in. Yeah, Man, they're throwing a lot of receivers out there. They got those two plus they got Pettis last year. Still got Goodwin. Dude. I don't know if anybody can break out from this. I think it might just be a bunch of guys. And, and George Kittle, of course. Yeah. Like he's going to catch balls. Dude, I, I really like Debo Samuel. I do actually. too. But I, I, I thought he was going to be a very kind of a, like a diamond in the rough type of player. I mean, not that he got drafted really late or anything, but I really like the way he plays and I thought he would be good in the NFL. But after looking at this roster, I mean, including running back. They have just a laundry list of players that a lot of teams would love to have as their second, let alone third and fourth. I mean, I, I can't get over it. So he kind of landed in a place where I, I went from I absolutely love this kid to I I kind of hate him. <laughs> I don't hate him, but I hate the situation. Yeah, I that's that's the main thing. I don't like the situation right now for him. Um. I mean, overall, for the 49ers, it's probably pretty good. For Jimmy Garoppolo, it's good. I like the pick. Yeah, and I like I like the it, I'm gonna like that fantasy wise. I'm not. It's there's too much right now. There's too much to go around. I think unless he really stands out, he has to really stand out. Yeah, because and I don't see I mean, that happening in yet. the pecking order right now. I mean, best case scenario, he's number three, and that you know, and that's assuming a lot because you have Goodwin and Pettis, which I just assume are over him, and and you still have like five more wide receivers up there. Yeah. Pretty much. Let's see. Who do we got now? Oh, Drew Locke, Denver uh, quarterback. Not going to play this year. That's not going to be, he's not going to be relevant this year, but this could be, I mean, I, how is true? Is Drew Locke worse than Daniel Jones? who went six. How does that happen? Drew Locke's just as good, isn't he? Uh, I mean, I, I think this is hard to say, but I personally would rather have Locke. Right. I feel like I would too. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Daniel Jones just, you know, Duke is not exactly a football school, so think, maybe. But Drew Locke, I think he has a lot of good qualities. And obviously this is more about 
what I heard from other people because, you know, as far as quarterback goes, you do have to have a lot of insight in what it takes to be an NFL quarterback. But he he's pretty likable when you look at his stats and what he was able to do in Missouri and the SEC, which obviously there's a lot of speed there. Yeah. I um I think he'll be good in a couple of years, but this is not fantasy relevant this year. No. It's just not there. Next guy up, Irv Smith Jr., tight end for Minnesota, which tight ends again, we're not gonna not gonna say much about him for this year. And if Kyle Rudolph's still around, he'd just be another piece there, which is good for the offense. Yeah. And I don't you think know, they're but, gonna run yeah. a whole lot of two tight end. No. That's where you're throwing it to the number two tight end. They have too many good wide receivers there. So, um, and Rudolph, obviously, number one. So, yeah, I agree. More so, for depth. next up, we got A.J. Brown, wide receiver, went to the Titans. So, he could start right away. And probably opposite of Corey Davis, but <laughs> what's Corey, Corey Davis? I, I don't know what this I don't know if this means anything for Corey Davis. Maybe it just means they, they're going to give another guy to help Corey Davis, just have another guy opposite of him. That's maybe all that can mean. Dude, I he I'm so bummed. <laughs> this draft was just killing me because I think AJ Brown is a really talented guy. It's a tough spot. I think that Corey Davis is a tremendously talented wide receiver. But then again, I not I, a big Martin Mariota fan. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't hate these guys. I really like them. I hate anyone in Tennessee right now. If you're a wide receiver, you're just being hung out to dry. You're just nothing's coming your way, man. So as soon as he was drafted to Tennessee, I'm like, I can write that guy off. He's going to be disappearing the void again. Uh, yeah, pretty much. That's um, I don't know. Am I being too pessimistic? I don't know. You just I know you don't like Mariota. I don't, and that's just it's Mariota's the problem there. And I you know what? I need to see something from Mariota before I think he can. I don't think he can support two wide receivers that are fan, relevant in fantasy. He hasn't even support. I mean, Corey Davis hasn't even become relevant yet, and we'll see. I'm just I. Not a big. I think they're going to run the ball. They want to run it with Derrick Henry. That's probably what they want to do anyway. So eh, yeah, we thought that last year too. I, this offense just has a very difficult time getting it going. So next up is the next pick was Drew Sample, a tight end from Washington. Don't know much about Drew Sample. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I'm I I don't know a lot about him. I I, I really don't. He had 25 catches for 252 yards. And three touchdowns last year. That's all there is. And, um, you know, they needed a tight end, I think, because they, I mean, uh, what, what's his name? Croft is gone. So they just have Eifert and Uzuma, whatever the heck his name is. They probably don't think Eifert will ever be healthy. So, hey, they drive the tight end. And that's it. It's not very, <laughs> not very fantasy relevant to me. But the next pick, Miles Sanders went to Philadelphia. I like Miles Sanders just because I like the, I like where he's at. Okay. What they have Jordan Howard's ahead of him, right? I don't buy into Jordan Howard at all. So Jordan Howard, yeah, remember <laughs> he's actually an Eagle now. I don't think Jordan Howard is any good. I don't I think Miles Sanders is going to pass him up real quick and be the main guy on the team. So I, I don't know. I I think I might like I might like Miles Sanders better than I like uh, Josh Jacobs, like I was saying. So Miles Sanders, I think, is going to end up being um, majority of the workload here. I don't, and I do think Miles Sanders is probably the most talented back they have, but my biggest worry is, and I don't know, you, you started to see it when, when uh, Ajayi 
was playing well before he got hurt. They they did give him a lot of carries. Like he was becoming the primary back, but they really like to use a ton of guys out there. He goes for almost every position. And if you have jo- Jordan Howard, which my biggest fear is he's the the sure-handed running the ball, not catching. <laughs> the he doesn't fumble a lot. Uh, guy that you can use around the goal line, right? So if he takes away touchdowns and then you throw in like Josh Adams did fine last year, you could still throw him in there. You still have Smallwood. You still have Clement, as far as I know. You still have these guys that can you can throw out there. True. Does he get lost in the shuffle? And that's my biggest. I, I think that he is the most so. talented back. I don't, think, I don't think he gets lost. I think he's going to take over. I worry that he doesn't emerge in year one. That's my big worry. Because I don't, I don't have any yeah. reason to believe. And that with Howard, he will. okay, Howard's going to be gone after this. Maybe it's more. This is more of a twenty twenty thing. Yeah, I, I really do like Miles yeah. Sanders, but it has a once again that is a loaded backfield. And again, this there isn't even the guys I like the most. This isn't fantasy relevant. Fantasy relevant for this year. There's just not many of them. No, I, I do have this. He I has, mean, I think wide receivers, shot. yes, but yeah. The yeah. the running back situation is pretty. It's just kind of dire. There's one other guy that I like. Yeah. I got one more, but yeah. okay. Okay, this next wide receiver, he could become very relevant depending on what happens here. Mecole Hardman, Kansas City Chiefs, coming from Georgia. So he his relevancy all depends on Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill suspended. He becomes very, very, very um, useful in will fly up draft boards definitely just because he's good with the Chiefs and he has Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball to him. He's going to. I mean, because at some point you got to okay. If if Tyreek Hill's not there, I mean, we know Kelsey's going to get his. Then what? I can't say we know Sammy Watkins is going to get his because we don't know anything about if Sammy Watkins is going to. So it would be it would be Hardman would be the next guy up. So his situation is a wait and see. Yeah, he he has got to be besides for Josh Jacobs, he has got to be the guy that rose the quickest. Yep. I mean, it is unbelievable. And if he wasn't on this offense, it wouldn't be. I probably wouldn't worry about it because it would be like if Brown was on this team, I would love Brown once again yep. because the way they use speed, and this guy is pure speed, 4.33 in the 40. So yeah. he's the best guy to just replace Tyreek Hill immediately. It's the same kind of guy. So, yeah, I really like the pick. I mean, you got him in late round two, um, and I have to believe that Tyreek Hill is not – gonna stick around. Oh god he so can't, right? You have to believe that this guy is going to be forced to play. And I mean if if, if you're really banking on Watkins staying healthy as the number one, even if that happens, they're gonna find ways to get this guy the ball and he is gonna be scoring some touchdowns. So unless he's absolutely a bust, um he is I think he's in line for a lot of work. I really like him um situation alone really. Yeah. I um has to. He just has to. That team is going to provide very, very good wide receiver there. Shoot, maybe it's finding Sammy Watkins though. Maybe that's where I'm gonna. I'm hoping. <laughs> I am actually. I've, I've been a Sammy Watkins guy for so long. I think he has all the talent. He could, it, it just hasn't. He's never done it. So I keep. Um, I keep hoping that maybe he will figure it out at some point. And I don't know. He just never quite does it. But. I don't know. It could happen, right? It could. If he stays healthy, yeah, he will have a big year. I, I mean, that's what it comes down to. But he he just can't stay healthy. Ever. Sorry. So next up, who do we have next? I just lost my list. I know it was an Eagles player, I believe. 
Where'd it go? Oh, JJ. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Is it Ar- Ar- Arkega? Whiteside? Oh, right, right. No, I can't remember. I get Stanford wide receiver. There's a lot of guys in that. I mean, they got Alshon. They got Aguilar yet. They got Ertz. They got Goddard. He's an, he's another guy, right? Yeah. I mean, I think he is another second round draft pick. He could be good. He could break out. It's one of these that you don't know when the guy's going to break out from this like second round ish area. Like you're going to get the next Juju Smith Schuster. You didn't know it's, or is it just going to be like, you're going to get another Brashard Perriman or <laughs> um, Philip Dorsett or, you know, the list just goes on and on and on of these first and second round picks who've done nothing. Or it could be another good one. It's just another. I, I don't have a lot to say about him. It's another. It's a decent. Another decent guy. Yeah, I. I not so much uh, him. I, I I actually really like the pick for Philadelphia. Um, I think he's, I think he's a big that, receiver. Yeah, too, I think too. them drafting him actually hurts Miles Sanders and the running uh, backs of Philadelphia fantasy wise, because you just named a ton of guys that are big and really good in the red zone. Um, two tight ends. Whiteside, like you said, is what he's six four or something, or is it? Or am I he's, exaggerating? Um, he might be listed. He's listed here six three two twenty five. Okay, he is a big dude. But and he then you have Elshon, who is a well, big dude. That's well. the thing. They they obviously have a type, I guess. And people are saying they needed the the burner type guy, and that's where some criticisms of the pick were because it's just another big guy who does the speed. It's not like he's slow. He's just not you know gonna just yeah. blow by everybody. And maybe but, I don't know, but that's the kind of guy they want, I guess. Yeah, and if a million once, targets out if there, once the can return to being very precise, like he was the uh, two years ago when before he got hurt, the way he was throwing the ball, they threw a lot in the red zone, and I think that they're trying to get back to that. Oh, so, I forgot they have Deshaun Jackson too, and they, oh yeah, and Deshaun Jackson I came forgot back. Forgot he came back too. So that's a lot of guys. That's kind of my thing. I think he once again he gets lost in the shuffle a lot, like Miles Sanders. But I think that's also the I reason mean, I don't necessarily like any philadelphia running back well, for fantasy I'm, I'm making it seem like he's slow too he's not slow he's just not he's he's, he's actually for his size he's very quick guy right well just, for the nfl he's yeah. probably very average well he's but, just he rents like a i think it was like a four or five ish but i mean that's very good but it's yeah, not i think for his size absolutely they, good. you know but they have a lot of guys like that yeah so it's just and it's gonna be hard to break out from that group next guy up colts this guy could break out paris campbell from the Colts. This is this is where you could actually break out because opposite uh T.Y. Hilton, you know, there's not a lot there. They did they did sign what? Devin Funches. Remember, right? They got Jack Doyle and some other tight end. Um can't remember who the other guy was, right? Some other tight end. He did okay last year. <laughs> I can't I can't remember whose name was. He sucked though, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eric Ebron oh, definitely that, didn't that guy. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's not going to be any good this year. Sorry if you're an Eric Ebron fan. He's just one year wonder. But Campbell, this is a good fit for him. It's a good team to go to. I think. I don't. I don't buy into Funches very much. Funches, he showed what? Not much, honestly. That's why he has a one year contract, and his team didn't want to yeah. resign him. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's a good pick, and I think they needed a, a possession guy. Yeah, because if you have. T.Y. Hillen, who is definitely a speedster, a deep ball threat. I freaking love Paris Campbell. I think he is a insanely dangerous player. And even though, once again, um, you know, you might put my foot in my mouth because I just talked about how in Philadelphia I felt like you're just one of the many. We said the same thing in San Francisco. They do have a lot of guys here, right? I mean, you even 
you're talking even their their running backs where you have Marlon Mack, Hines, Wilkins, and then you go up to you know Hilton Funches, uh, obviously Paris, uh, Chester Rogers who came on last year, Pascal, and then the two tight ends that you can use. That's a lot of guys to put the ball in the hands of. I think Paris Campbell is athletically gifted more than almost anyone on the field besides for maybe T.Y. Hilton. I think you can use them in many different ways. And I think even though it is um, stocked full of people you can throw the ball to or, or hand it off to, Colts are just killing it offensively. And with luck behind the helm, they're going to keep just forcing it down everyone's throat until, you know, so their defense doesn't have to do as much. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're going to utilize this guy. I really like him, and it might take it might take a game or two. But I think he is worth a late-round uh, drafting draft pick because his ceiling is so high on this team. Yeah, I think it is. Too. I like him a lot better than I like some of the other guys we said ahead of him just because situation, obviously. That's, that's the whole right. thing. It's just situation. Next player, another wide receiver. A lot of wide receivers here at the end of the second. Andy Isabella going to Arizona. I like Arizona getting wide receivers to, you know, put with their with their rookie with, with Kyler Murray in. Okay, Isabella is interesting. He's he's a smaller guy. I think he's what? Is he 5'9", five, five, I think. I think he's 5'9", 5'9", 5'10", He played for UMass, so not a big school, but he dominated last year at UMass. Even really the last 3 years, he's been really good, but last year, his senior year, 102 catches for 1698 and, and um, where my 13 touchdowns. So, I mean, he should dominate if he's a pro, if he's going to be a pro and he's playing at, you know, UMass, he should dominate. And he did. And yeah, he's listed by 5'9", 188, but he ran a 4.31. So, wow. The, the guy can fly. And that's, I mean, it's, it's very interesting. Is that going to translate? We'll see, but he definitely, I mean, shoot. His sophomore year, he had 62 for one or 801 and seven touchdowns. Junior year, 65 catches for 1,020 yards and 10 touchdowns. And senior, he really dominated with 102. So he's I very, it's it's very interesting. Again, I don't know what to expect from Kyler Murray yet. So that's who knows. But there's opportunity there. I mean, we we like the potential in Christian Kirk, but it's not, we don't know yet for sure. And Larry Fitzgerald, it really could be the time where he really just. He's done, right? It has to be. I know we said that like six years ago, but <laughs> um, I think he probably will be now, right? <laughs> he's still he's he's like a, he's like a tight end almost now these days. The way they use him sometimes, I feel like yeah, still very sure-handed, a great player. He's going to be but, great for these uh, that this young wide receiver, but definitely, and Kyler Murray. As Isabella has yeah, a shot. To the I, I think it's very interesting. It's a very interesting pick. He's an interesting player. That kind of speed, probably just he'll be a slot guy, most likely. We think that, and um, Kingsbury said he not necessarily might use him up on the outside, which who knows? Today's NFL, you probably can. So he's he's interesting. Well, how about the next guy though? DK Metcalf. Wouldn't have thought all those other receivers were going to go ahead of him, would you? No, that's pretty crazy. Right, a lot of a lot of receivers went ahead of him, and it's um, he went to Seattle, which I think is a good fit. But because you hear the Doug Baldwin news, sounds like Doug Baldwin could could be retiring because of all the injury. The injuries might force him to retire. So if that's the case, Metcalf really has a shot to, you know, actually do something. And he, I mean, his dude's just a freak athlete. Except he had some, I think he fell because, I mean, 
he's quick as can be, but some of the some of the drills he wasn't great on. But I mean, if he can put it together, he's going to be ridiculous, man. Yeah, he, I think he can learn all that, and and that's the biggest one. Do you have time to kind of shape this guy because he is as raw talent as you can possibly get? He is a freak, and like I talked about, man, I really wanted to see who Seattle was going to go with. Um, we were talking, weren't we? Ta- we're thinking maybe they go receiver at, in the at, end of the first, right? Like, at the end of the first, and they did not, and they also traded one away because they had two. Uh, this is the best place that Metcalf could have gone. It really is. I think this is possibly the best landing spot for a wide receiver. And if it's going to be Metcalf, I'm buying in because him somewhere else where they have other options, you think that he pretty much just learns for the first year and you catch a ball here and there. You're going to have to perform here. You're going to have to get balls thrown your way. And Russell Wilson is a very good quarterback. He's very accurate. So I think that Metcalf is in the best possible position to actually produce year one. I mean, how many guys 6'3", 228, that look like he does can run a 4.33? Uh, you know, he's, I mean, he is. It's, it's, it's crazy. You don't see that kind of gifted of athletes too often. Um, so I know a lot of people are going to shy away from him, even though he's on this situation. Like A lot of people like the other rookie wide receivers coming out more. I'm, I'm pretty high on, on DK Metcalf. And not saying that I'm going to draft him insanely high. But this is a guy that I'll be looking to at the, you know, near the end of the fantasy draft in order to put him on my team and like, hey, let's find out. Because heaven, like, if Baldwin really does retire, he, he will be automatically the third guy on the team and he could easily turn into the primary wide receiver because Lockett has a hard time staying healthy. If Baldwin's gone, then you just have, you know, I have a sleeper pick that is the only guy that would be above him at that point. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. He really does have an opportunity here. I mean, a lot of people say he really hasn't done much yet. He didn't do a lot in college yet. But he, no, not really. But but okay. hey, is, you don't get many guys with this much. There's just a lot to work. He has a lot of potential here. And also, think about, uh, especially with Russell Wilson scrambling and throwing deep down, look, look at his average. So last year, he did only play in seven games. He only had 26 receptions. But he went 570 yards with those. That is an average of almost 22 yards per catch with five touchdowns. He can be that yeah. deep threat. He is insanely fast. He is insanely tall. He's insanely strong. There's not a lot you can do if you're one-on-one with this guy going down the field. So um, does he have work? Absolutely. But can he pre- be productive in his first year? I believe so. Next, I guess we'll, we'll try to knock out this third round here and then probably save the rest for next week because – we're running like 40 minutes in this episode, man. Only through two rounds. It's crazy. A lot of, there's a lot of receivers here. So we'll just, we'll see what we can do here for this third round. I don't know as much about some of these guys. So talk about first pick up second pick in the third round wide receiver, Deontay Johnson went to the Steelers. What's this mean for James Washington? Are they not sold? Or no, they just want another guy, right? They just need another I think guy. they need another one. Need Do, another does one. it worry me a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know much about Deontay Johnson. He played for Toledo. So I don't know much about him. I have his stats up here. His, his sophomore year was really good. 74 catches for 1,278 yards and 13 touchdowns. Last year, though, in one last game, but 49 catches for 761 and eight touchdowns. Numbers went down. I don't know why. I haven't researched it. I don't know. I, somebody else out there? Hey, I'm sorry. I don't know yet. <laughs> but he played for Toledo, so it's just another guy for Steelers, I think. They need they need another guy. Brown's gone. That's just going to be Juju, James Washington, and then probably Johnson after that. You know, so... We'll see. 
Yeah, I guess I, I have nothing maybe. to add. I think that's exactly I, what it is. You know, it's hard. I don't know, don't know enough about him right now to tell you exactly how it's going to play out. But hopefully, it doesn't hurt the James Washington. Next up, San Francisco pick Jalen Hurd. We talked a little bit about it um, from Baylor. So it's just situation's not great for him. It's just there's a lot of guys there. So we'll see how that plays out. And he wasn't even their favorite wide receiver in the draft to pick, and not the top one. So hey, we'll see how that works out. But this is an interesting. The Rams then picked a running back, Daryl Henderson. You know what? If they had done it in the first two rounds, maybe I would have been a little bit more worried. I'm not. This isn't. I'm not getting off the Todd Gurley bandwagon here. They just C.J. Anderson is gone. Their other backup is Malcolm Brown, who, I mean, I did put him on my deep sleeper list, but nothing. It wasn't because of Malcolm Brown himself. It's because of being the backup running back to Todd Gurley. And so they needed they needed more depth there. So that's pretty much what they get here. Daryl Henderson from Memphis. So I don't know much about him either. Do you know a lot about Daryl Henderson? No, I don't. <laughs> no, not no, much. No, <laughs> didn't do didn't do too much research. No, there, there's a few guys here that uh, that I still have to do a little more on. <laughs> yeah, <and> that's <laughs> he just he just happens to be one of them. And that's when you get to the third round. That's kind of what happens. Yeah. But okay, here's the next guy who I actually think has a shot to do something. It is David Montgomery for the bears and a lot of it is it's situation there's no jordan howard they only signed who did, well, they signed was it mike davis played for seattle is that who they signed if i remember right that's it that's who they that's all they signed and it's just Tariq cohen isn't in every every down back so what is what is their depth chart even look like right now it is so right now at running back you're correct they have mike davis then they have david montgomery and then Ryan Nall. So, yeah, I mean. It, this is the guy who can actually do something because of the situation he's in. Very, yes. very, very well could. Yeah, A, agree. I mean, 100% I agree. I think because, yeah, Mike Davis is fine. He, he is. And he could easily play that Howard position because Howard wasn't spectacular last year. Once again, he's a sure-handed guy that could, you know, was pretty good in in limited amount of space but Tariq Cohen is just keeps growing his his role on this team he is so dynamic that they're going to throw a ton to him they'll keep him on the uh, field so that you keep him guessing so he will definitely eat into this but if I had to guess David Montgomery looks the part as far as uh getting near the goal line he has to overcome Mike Davis first that's really what it comes down to and everyone's going to say it so I might as well throw it out there but David Montgomery keeps getting um you know, compared to Kareem Hunt because he's Just, yeah, the same build, the same stats, yeah. pretty much everything the same. Um, do, you know, do I think that it's going to be the same kind of thing? No, not really because Tariq Cohen, even though he's a smaller back, uh, he's a special guy, so they will try to use him a lot. Um, and, and for a lot of young running backs, what it comes down to is pass protection, right? So yep. if he can do that, I think he can overcome Mike Davis. But you start letting your franchise quarterback getting hit, which we've seen many of times in preseason uh, you know, they might go with the the sure thing, which, you know, Mike Davis is a he is. He's he's a fine running back. He can do a lot of good stuff back there, but he's nothing special in my mind. So I like David Montgomery a lot. I think he is in a great position. He will be up relatively high in dynasty drafts. Um I don't know. I mean are you are you higher on him than I am at the moment? Like do you think he's gonna start right away for them? I think he has a shot to, but I, I don't necessarily think he's like the greatest running back out. He's, he's he's not the most athletic guy again. He's okay. He's fine. He's just not special. 
but it could just be situation where he comes in and is good for a year or so. And then, I mean, maybe it is, it could even be a Jordan Howard situation again. What? Like he's no, you know what I mean? It's not like, I don't know if he's, I actually, I don't know if he's better than Jordan Howard. He might not be any worse than Jordan Howard. He's just another, probably another guy. And and Howard was productive when he was with he, Chicago. Yeah, exactly. So he, he could just be fine. I, it's, it's just, uh, maybe, but he has the best chance. He has the best situation. And I don't, Mike Davis, I don't think is really much of anything. He's just, he's not. Mike Davis is definitely just a guy. Yeah. 100%. He's, he's kind of lower than just a guy. <laughs> my, my, he just is. But, I mean, Montgomery, he, he ran a 4.63. And he's not, yeah, he's just, he's not a special athlete. His, his, his numbers and his numbers were just fine. He's yeah. a good workhorse back. He can exactly, and know. he's not a burner, but it's exactly why they draft him. He he is going to be that pound him out back that they use in order to keep Tariq Cohen because he's not an every down back. Him healthy, yeah, pretty much. So are, are we at the end of this? We we got a couple more guys we can knock okay. out here just because there's a couple more running backs that were taken here in the in the um in the third yet. The very next pick was. Uh, the Bills picked uh, Devin Singletary, running back from Florida Atlantic. And Jeff, I know you have a huge um, knowledge on Florida Atlantic running backs, so I'll let you go. <laughs> yeah, thank you. you. Hung me out to dry on that one. <laughs> Devin Singletary. So he's uh he's a he's a small guy. He's actually uh he's five seven, five seven, I think two o three. So you might think maybe some quick little guy, but he only ran a four point six six. So again, not the not a burner. Not he's um. Not going to really probably do much this year because he's behind Sean McCoy. Okay, he's behind two old guys, Sean McCoy and Frank Gore, but he's probably not going to break into that right now. And um, played for, you know, Florida Atlantic. His numbers have been, he said, very good numbers over his career. So his three seasons, he's had his freshman year, he had 1,021 yards off 6.7 yards per carry. Here's his sophomore year. I don't know if you've seen these stats yet, Jeff. Sophomore year, 301 carries. 1,918 yards, six, that's 6.4 yards per carry, 32 touchdowns. What? Oh, my gosh. I have not. I have not. And then his, his, this past year, his junior year, he had 1,348 yards for a 5.2 yards per carry with 22 touchdowns. So you know, over his three years playing for Florida, Florida Atlantic, he got 66 touchdowns. 66 touchdowns. That's um, very interesting. <laughs> I'll say that. I don't know much about it. I haven't done any kind of research at all on Devin Singletary yet. But that's a uh, very interesting stats. He's, um, I mean, yeah, he made, he got in the end zone. I'll say that. 32 touchdowns in a season. Yeah, I had not heard that. That is crazy. So we'll see if that, I mean, he's not going to really have a shot early on. He, he needs in- injuries to do anything. So we'll see what happens. So next up was a tight end, Jace Sternberger from uh, Texas A&M, went to Green Bay. Next. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, Washington Redskins finally picked a wide receiver. Uh, Terry Mc, Terry McLaurin from uh, Ohio State. It's Ohio State guy. I could care less about Ohio State. <laughs> and But they needed, they needed to get themselves uh, – definitely needed to get themselves a wide receiver here to have somebody that um, – What's his name? Haskins is going to throw the ball to, and th- yeah. but might as well give him someone he knows. He's six. <laughs> he's six foot two away. Ran a four point three five. So yeah, speed. I mean, I think they did probably draft him because he's a teammate. I mean, at this and, point, and honestly, right? You know, speed. It really is. That's the name of the game in in today's NFL. It feels like so. 
everyone wants at least one of these players that they can throw in for gadget plays and whatnot. But um, until I actually see them moving the ball, you know, it's kind of one of these unfortunate ones because he's super fast. So you're thinking, he, does he have an opportunity because of that wide receiving? And he is, and, but he wasn't like, okay, you can tell if we look at his numbers from last year, 35 catches for 700 yards off 35 catches, 20 mm-hmm. yards per catch, and 11 touchdowns. So he's just, he's a big play guy. And sometimes that translates. Sometimes it doesn't. We'll see, you know, there's a lot of wide receivers drafted ahead of him. So maybe we'll find out if he... <laughs> It's all, I mean, we're, it's all guesses, and it's the third round if somebody's going to be something or not. They could just, you know, not do anything. Next up, Damian Harris went to New England. Again, like I said earlier, I'm not sure that he's worse than uh, Josh Jacobs, but Josh Jacobs is in a insanely better position, obviously. Yeah. Harris is 100% the backup to Sony Michelle. He's probably going to be, you know, a useful backup. He'll be a good backup, but he's just not going to do anything yeah i think this is an incredibly smart pick by by new england but like you said fantasy wise and there's not a whole lot there no there's just there's just not and it's gonna take an injury for him but he, okay if there's an injury he could become extremely relevant just this year i don't pretty much anybody they can throw in could be so yeah and they do use multiple backs i mean they have in the past so it wouldn't be shocking if you did see him play early but yep. it just won't be often i have a feeling all right, a couple more position players to finish out this third round. Miles Boykin, wide receiver, Baltimore from Notre Dame. They got themselves another another wide receiver. That's good. They need to get those young receivers for Lamar Jackson. I like it. Yeah. You know. Dawson Knox, Buffalo Bills, tight end. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> he could be. Hey, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. We would we who knows? We might have said the same thing a couple years ago about Zach Ertz or Travis Kelsey if we would have been doing this. I wouldn't be 100% sure we would. Actually, you were a big Kelsey guy from the beginning. I'll, yeah, I'll give you that. Before the podcast, we didn't even have it yet, and you were still a big Kelsey guy. So, yeah, I'd, I'll yeah. give you that one. I had uh, some good luck picking <laughs> tight ends early, but I don't know. I mean, you did you did like um, this is where Croft went, correct? Yeah, and I so and you thought he could be a, a nice sleeper pick. Almost. And I still think he might be okay. Right. So they do have Croft. He will be the number one. They have this yep. guy. Um, Who you knows? know, I don't know. The Bills don't excite me a whole lot. <laughs> no. Next up, Will Greer, quarterback, went to the Panthers. Again, not going to be relevant. No. No, but they need a backup anyway. And at the end of the third, final position player for us to talk about today, which I know we have a lot to say, is about <laughs> literally the first time I've seen this guy's name in my life. <laughs> I'm not going to even hide it. I don't care. Alexander Madison. Running back Boise State goes to the Vikings. So let's look up some let's look up some Madison stats here. I mean, he's obviously behind uh, Dalvin Cook, but the nice thing is there isn't um, there's no Latavius Murray there for him, so they needed another guy. And let's see what did, what kind of what kind of numbers did he have last year? Anything any good? Yeah, he means a third round pick. He must have been decent, right? Yeah. So he ran a four six seven. Ooh, he okay, bench pressed twenty two reps. 35 inch vert. Um, yeah. So, I mean, he, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He had uh 1400 yards last year, 4.7 yards carry 17 touchdowns. Got 27 balls. Yeah, he's five eleven, two twenty. 220. Good backup. Good backup for Dalvin cook. Yeah. And sorry if there's any Boise state fans out there and we don't say enough about him. I'm sorry. I have I, didn't, I really didn't watch a lot of college football last year, Jeff. 
Yeah, yeah. Actually, I mean, I watched Michigan. Went down. I watched Michigan. He, and he was, it's and funny. it's always difficult with these kind of players too, because I know Boise does play. You know, since they kind of got big, um, I don't know, five, seven years ago, or whatever, they do have some larger teams that have a lot of talent uh, on their schedule. And this guy did rush what three hundred two times. He rushed for fourteen hundred yards, seventeen touchdowns. He was he was very productive, but I, I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you if he's that much more special than anyone else. And I guarantee this, he's unless Delvin Cook gets injured, he's not more special than Delvin Cook. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think that's it. There's actually, I think next week we will bring this back because there is some actually some running backs I like to talk about in the fourth, which we could talk about next week. I'll just say Bryce Love, Justice Hill. Interesting. Yeah, I, so Bryce Love is we'll, very interesting. We'll, we'll, we'll bring those up next yeah. week. We'll talk about them and, next week, some other guys. And so. even more so, I, I think this is where, okay, now you got drafted. Now I actually have to dive into a lot of these guys. I, yep. you know, these guys down here, definitely, there's yeah, some situations. There's there. a handful. There's probably five guys I really have to look into more in depth, um, but one of them now, actually being this Boise running back. <laughs> yep, and there's, you know, there's a lot of receivers in these first few rounds, a lot of them, who, who knows who's going to come, who, like, we would have been literally, we probably said the same exact thing about Kenny Galladay just like two years ago. Very true. But he didn't do a whole lot his first year. No, but we we didn't know anything about him. And Very true. Now I think he's amazing. You're not wrong. <laughs> but all right. That'll do it. We'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs>